You will notice that every episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack contains an explicit tag, meaning there may be language which would be unsuitable for work or for children. This time, we mean it. You've been warned. Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, the Heinz issue, otherwise known as issue number 57. See what I did there? We are back with another Dresden Files game, session number 12, and seeing as this is the Heinz issue, I can think of no better time for some of you to play catch-up. All right, enough of that stupidity. Let's get get on with what we're actually here to do, which is to listen to the 12th session of the Dresden Files. Our cast includes Trilobite as our beloved Game Master, Blind Geek, that would be me, as David Mercury, Josh as Ezra Kirkland, and Thunderstep as Adam Dipple. You know the characters, you know who plays them. If you don't, go back and listen to the other 11 sessions and you'll figure it out. So without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 57, Coyote Powered. No segue at all. Last time you said we had a significant milestone, correct? Ah, oh, crap. There was <laughs> you stupid bastard. Yeah, I know. I have it queued up right here already because I figured some of you might be like myself <laughs> and uh, mean to do it and then just not do it. Well, the problem I ran into is... I don't want to hear your excuses. <laughs> Damn, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, so many reasons I don't have kids. What what, what was the problem you ran into? Uh, The words of the ancient master sucks to be you. Yes. (laughs) Uh, What was the problem you ran into? Well, I don't want to hear his excuses. You may want not. Well, Well, I don't care what you want. (laughs) Okay, I see how it is. No, sorry. No, I got the book here in front of me. I was reading up on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Significant milestone. One additional skill rank. One of the benefits of a minor milestone. And then it goes into spellcasters. I'm like, that's not me, so fuck it. Yeah. So the only thing I can get that I can see for Adam is the skill rank. Because all the stuff from the minor milestones, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to. All right. I just want to double check. (laughs) No, you must switch something. What you might want to do is make a little note on your character sheet that you still have one of those options available. If at some point during play, you're like, oh, I need this stunt, or if only I had this, I would totally let you change it right then. So, you know, you could bank it. Oh, is it and? It's an additional skill rank and? uh, And. Okay. Mm -hmm. What are the benefits, because I'm a lazy... a skill rank and a swap around? 
Yeah, I can read off the benefits of a minor milestone. Because I may get my gun rank back up to where it was before. Okay, so a minor milestone, uh, the things you can choose. Switch the rank value of any two skills, or you could replace an average skill with one that isn't on your sheet. So so you've got... okay. If you've got a couple of average skills and you're like, oh, you know, I really need investigation, but I don't have it, just get rid of one of them that you've got an average and plonk investigation in there. Get rid of culinary arts. Okay. Yeah. Kale be eating macaroni and cheese, which they'll probably like better anyway. Oh, that is good stuff. <laughs> uh, you can change any single stunt for another stunt. If you've got any refresh, you could purchase a stunt or power, or you could rename one aspect. Now, those are all things you you have to choose one of those right, if right. you're going to take any of them. I guess when you have a refresh of one, you, you can't do nothing. You don't have any refresh. That's the same as because... You get to a made... Yeah, you've got one refresh. Yeah, unless you want to give me a really cool NPC and then make a new character. <laughs> right. Okay. Then I won't be doing... If I blow this last fate point, I am screwed. Yeah, I think everybody's pretty much... I'm not one refresh yet. You aren't in NPC land, but you can see it from where you are. And then for the major milestone, we get one more skill point? Yeah, one additional skill rank and one of the benefits of a minor milestone. All right, so I'm going to put my extra skill point into discipline, which will boost it from great to superb... Oh, cool. nope, sorry, that, sorry, no, I can't, that block, that breaks the, uh, that breaks the, oh, god damn it, the stupid yeah, yeah, columns, yeah. I hate, may I just say, I love the Dresden Files game, but I hate the way they, that just means you can't have one, I, higher skills, more higher skills than you have lower skills, trying I, to visualize it as the ladder gets things confusing, but, I think the pyramid well, makes more sense, I, I, yeah, I like to think of it as a pyramid, it doesn't make more sense, yeah, but it's just it's, it's, it is a pyramid. But it's not the pyramid. The pyramid is different. The pyramid is what Satsi uses, and it's different from what Dresden File uses, and I always get confused as to how. Well, they, they have <laughs> clarified it in Fate Core. I don't know. They have, actually. I really there like Fate Core. Actually, I read Bulldogs before I read Fate Core, and I was like, oh, this has some of the simplest explanations of some of the stuff I've seen. And then I Fate Core and Fate Accelerated both have excellent explanations of these. It's very nice to see. Question for you, Al. Yo. As long as I'm looking at stuff with skills. And we is. When you take a skill, Mm -hmm. do you have to pick a specific trapping? No. The trappings are, as I understand it, always available to everyone. Yes. The things you would have to pick would be stunts. Yeah. The trappings are the typical uses. Thank you. Just wanted clarification on that. All right. I'm boosting my scholarship from average to fair. Makes sense. Okay, so that's boost. Then I could swap some things. See, I don't understand how this... What can I help you with, bro? Either I screwed up on the way my skills are laid out. I've got two superb skills. Okay. I've got two great skills, and then I've got three good skills down here. That's fine. That's fine. Good is lower than superb. Oh, no, I don't. I have two. What the hell am I... For my minor thing, I'm swapping fists and rapport. Okay. So fists... Is now at fair and rapport is at good because I've been doing more jive talking than I've been punch fighting. Although I have been, <laughs> some pun- I've done some punch fighting. You have, but yeah. now with Coyote backing me too, I think jive talking is going to be. Uh, yeah, you've been spending the whole last days, which uh, I'll say is slowly coming back to you. And most of that you can determine basically just jive talking. Telling no lies. <laughs> um, I'm adding to average 
because I have to add to the bottom to shore up everything else. Works. Um, adding empathy. Oh yeah, that's a good one. And uh, you got to pay, you know, extra basically for that because there's yeah, something I, a little bit off about you, and everybody knows it. Yeah, but I was looking more on like reading people and stuff like that. He's a good observer. Yeah, and I'll probably wind up keeping that one at average, way down at the base. Works. Okay, I'm going to put guns back up to great, and I guess I'll move alertness down to good, so I don't screw up the thing. Absolutely. And don't forget, you have an additional skill point you can throw into the mix. But that's what I'm confused on. I'm not sure how to do that without having to shift everything. I don't, I don't, I'm probably overthinking it. Hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can help you out here real quick. Um, Let me take a look. So um, how many skills do you have at average? At average, I have, I have two, three, four, five, five. Five skills at average. Okay, cool. Um, what's your next one up the tier? Uh, fair, good, great. Fair, and I have three skills at fair. Okay, this looks good so far. You got anything at good or great? At good, I have uh, alertness. Well, I just changed it. It was guns and fists. Now it's alertness. No problem. Just fists. give me the numbers. Two. Okay, looks all right. And uh, how about great? Two. Two it is. Okay, we're still doing good. Basically, if it's a structure that could support itself, mm-hmm. which is you know, no more, no less complicated. Okay, uh, moving on up. Uh, up here. Superb. I have two. Okay. Right, and I think that's about as high as she gets right now. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Everything looks good to me. So, what would you maybe like to do? Well, I already did my swap. Okay. Um, well, your swap is looking good. And if you want to add something in, I can give you the simple options. You could add a point to one of your fair skills, and you wouldn't have to swap anything around whatsoever. So it would become good uh, at me? I lied to you. I'm sorry. Uh, Yes, it would become good at that point. Okay, let's move intimidation up there then. Okay, so now you have how many skills at fair? Two. And that would give you three skills at good? Yes. Okay, so then what you would need to do in order to maintain our little structure would be to move one of your good skills down to fair. And if you want, we could push skills all the way up the ladder this way, but it sounds like you're happy with just adjusting stuff at those lower levels. Yeah, I got alertness, fists, and intimidation. Good, and I guess if I had to move one down to fair, it would probably be alertness. My suggestion on this, and do what you like because it's your character, but it might be intimidation. You haven't been doing as much of that recently as you have been looking for trouble and shooting it in the face. That's true. That's only my suggestion. You also can bank the point. If you're not really sure, not comfortable dropping something, you can bank that skill point and use it next time you get a chance to upgrade stuff or even in the middle of the game. I don't care. Can I move one of my average skills up to good? And I'd still have more in the average row than in any of the other rows. I have five in there right now. If I moved one up, I would then have four in average. And then I would have three in... Um, wait, let me double check this to make sure I'm... That would give you three in good and only two in fair. 
So the easiest thing might be to move one of your average up to fair. Okay, I will take stealth and move it from average to fair. Okay, so now let's check once you've done that. All right, so now we've got... How many average? Four average. How many fair? Three fair. Good. Three good. Mm-hmm. Two great. And two superb. Perfecto, senor. Cool. You have yourself a stable ski structure. All right. Thank- she will stand against the stresses <laughs> of the gravity. All right. Let me save this. The weakest force in the universe, but we must account for it nonetheless. <laughs> And then for the minor, I can rename an aspect, you said? Uh, let me double check. Uh, yes. Okay. I'm going to, since one of the ones I don't seem to be using a lot is amazed how much I don't know. Wait, didn't you change the name of that one to My Wife Was a Serial Killer? No, I have that as another one of my, my aspects. That's a separate one. Yeah. Okay. Because of the fact that now Annie has kind of gotten herself in a spot of trouble, maybe it's time for the moment at least that she becomes an aspect. Absolutely. I've been uh, compelling the heck out of her anyway. Yeah. Just because. So as long as you're going to do that, I might as yeah. well get fate points for it. only reason I didn't do it in the first place was A, there was a limited number of slots, and B, I didn't mm-hmm. want it to become like she's the lowest lane of my character's that's a little gross, considering the relationship Clark and Lois have. Let me not find it. D- <laughs> we all understand that you are not the average human male. So this is not disgusting. The Jimmy Olsen, rather. I didn't want her to become the Jimmy Olsen of the yeah. story. So Robin the boy hostage. Exactly. Yeah. Robin, yeah. But, but I trust you, so I'm not going to worry about that. Okay. There are plenty of other ways to compel that aspect. Your daughter was just hit by a van, and now you trust me? <laughs> Sick, isn't it? Yep. Right now, it's just, just named name innocuously now. Annie. Yeah, that's perfect. How about everyone else? You guys, uh, it sounded like you were done with what you wanted to do as far as that was concerned. Yeah, I, I'm good. I don't know about Josh. I didn't hear anything about him. I boosted up scholarship, and I swapped out fists and rapport. Awesome. So yeah, we just wrapped up our second arc in the campaign so far. The first one was Master and Servant, and this latest one was Highs and Lows. So we'll see where we go from here. Yep. What do you think? You guys want to just jump in? Sure. Okay. It was a dark and stormy night. Actually, it was. Shot right out. Possibly. <laughs> It's a couple hours after sunset, January in central California, right by the Pacific. A uh, surprisingly cold breeze, even for this time of year, is rolling in off the ocean. And fog is starting to wend its way down from the hills, only to be pushed back by an advancing storm front. Light rain is beginning to fall, more of a mist than anything else, but... By the way, the clouds are blotting out the stars and scudding over the new moon. It's probably going to get heavier. Certainly the wind is picking up. Where are we? Where we last left you. We were. All right, Adam is sitting in a chair off to the side as David is with his daughter. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Adam has done his part. Now it's father and daughter. So he's staying the hell out of the way. And if I remember correctly, I was praying over her laying on hands and all that kind of thing. And I don't remember whether we ended up rolling for the healing. No, because your friend and companion of the last several hours uncorked a thermos. That's right. That's right. That's right. With the, with the stuff, with the venom, snake venom. That's right. Yes, I did. Really curious about how you feel about what's happened and in particular the great spirit snake and using some of its power its gift to heal your daughter i hope you don't mind that adam was just moving on instinct in honesty i he probably would have shot you if he had minded as the player here i have to say it didn't even occur to me to think of it from that angle so i'm going to take that and i'm going to say that it didn't occur to david to think of it from that angle either because his priority as mine was at the time, was to save his daughter. Um, Now that you find yourself thinking about it in prayer, that thought comes to you. I'm a bit shamefaced at this point because I should have left it to this God that I am championing for. Well, I'm championing for the innocent, but I'm working for him. And yet when uh, the chips were down, I turned to something else. Are you saying any of this out loud? Probably not. Okay. Then Adam's just going to be quiet in the corner then. Well, now I feel like I'm holding you. No, <laughs> I, it's good. I, I can say. Okay. No, that's good. Okay. Internal role-playing is still good role-playing. So um, down in the parking lot, Kirkland... Still pacing out there or what? Pacing, chain smoking. I didn't even start smoking until just now, damn coyote. <laughs> <laughs> Look down, realize you're smoking. Oh, man. Unfiltered Marlboros. Like American Spirits or something, but yeah. Oh, even better, yes. I'm waiting for them to come out. Okay. So after the atmosphere in the room kind of gets much more father needs to be with daughter, I will get up and leave. Nice. I'm totally going to give you a fate point for that because that feels to me like you're uh, self-compelling your ultimate outsider aspect. Yeah, I did my part. I don't know. No, I don't. Not in this room. Not at the moment. Can you give me an alertness roll, Adam? Yeah. Ooh, I have alertness at plus two. Which doesn't mean shit if my dice don't work with me today. Uh, three. Okay. So, good. (laughs) So, as you're getting up and heading to the door, you catch a little glint of red out of the corner of your eye behind you over by the window. I go over to the window. As you approach, you can see it's this weird dancing kind of like speckle of light that you can occasionally see on some of the raindrops on the window. Uh, just a tiny little thing of red light. Do the windows open? Oh, absolutely not. This is America. Well, then... That's some third world hellhole. Okay. I kind of tap on the glass where the flickering is the most. This little spot comes and goes, and you're tapping on it. And, David, your phone rings. 
Ignoring hospital rules to the contrary, I answer it. Mercury. Hey, asshole. It's Victor. The fuck do you want? Oh, sorry, Annie. <laughs> she's passed out. Okay, then. But she's sleeping now, not just lying comatose. Right. Tell your friend there to get away from the window. He's blocking my shot. <laughs> what? Who are you trying to shoot? Anyone who comes in to fuck with the kid. Not my idea, you understand. The boss. While you've been out playing absentee dad and his super friends the last five days, I've been keeping an eye on your daughter in the hospital. You do know she was hit by a car, right? While you weren't there? I do. Shame about unsupervised children. Good thing someone has her best interests in mind. Really? Her best interests, you say? That's why the boss put me and the guys here. Yeah, how did she get hit by that car, anyway? Just out of curiosity, Victor. I don't know. Why didn't she ask her father? Oh, wait, that's right. He wasn't there. I was out with your employer. So, you know, maybe if you'd been doing your job... Well, unless you want to see me do my job right now to clear the view, you better get that fat fuck away from the window. Fat? You don't hear this. I know, I know. Oh, Victor. Now, my friend, you are hounded by anger. Yes, I am. I'm going to bet this situation is is pissing me off. He said, holding out Tiffy Twins. I'll take it. Okay. You know what, Vic? I don't need your fucking charity. I don't need you taking care of my daughter. If you have something to say to me, come over here like a man that you claim to be, which I find very doubtful, you know, because I don't suppose mommy's expectations were really that high. Why don't you come in here... And uh, we will settle this. Otherwise, get the fuck out of my life and stop wasting my time. Hey, David? What the hell's this red light here? What? I hang up the phone, by the way. Oh, perfect. Great door slam argument. Before I say what, just just to make that clear. (laughs) There's something shining on the... I gotta get the right voice. Something shining on the window here. It might be a sniper scope. Or whatever the hell you call it. I don't, he knows the term. I don't know the right term I'm looking for here. Laser sight. Laser thing. sight. It might be a laser sight. Uh, looks like Victor is guarding Annie. Victor. Victor is Logan Shaw's bully boy slash gopher slash bodyguard slash whatever he needs him to be at any given time. And he's kind of an idiot. Do I know know any of these people? You know Logan because he's always coming by. Well, he comes by from time to time. Uh, He was the guy who was trying to buy out your shop. He was with us until until he wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So you have dealt with him. And you know there's some connection with him and David. Like, you're not really sure. Like, are they family or were they and they don't like each other you know there's something going on with them that's as much as you know i had no problem with logan i mean he can gentrify the rest of the neighborhood he just needs to leave my shop the fuck alone yeah, he claims he's if you don't move out of his line of sight he's going to shoot you i don't know how seriously you want to take that threat um, i've been shot before i was kind of hoping you would say that <laughs> so cut down to the parking lot can I do one more thing before we cut? Yes. 
just I'm picturing a perfect window shot. The last thing you see is uh, Adam turning to the window and just lifting his middle finger. Read <laughs> <laughs> <Very> deliberately. <laughs> So down to the parking lot as the uh, rain is starting to come in, the wind is picking up, making that howling noise that it can start to make in built-up areas as it moves through the city. Yeah. You uh, turn around on one of your pacings and are confronted by a dark figure. Wizard Kirkland, she says. Who's asking? Why? The moment after you say that, you recognize the voice and uh, dark but uh, impressive figure of Rosetta Marshall. Oh, Rosetta. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. It's dark. She stands there. She's uh, not wearing her ninja outfit or whatever it was, nor her warden cloak, just like a dark jogging suit. She just looks at you levelly and evenly. Aren't you afraid of getting hit by cars wearing that? She continues just to look. What? Your report? My report. My report. Oh, um, I will have it for you first thing in the morning. I've run into some problems lately, not the least of which is one of my friend's daughters being hit by a car. She looks up toward the hospital. Her mouth draws down in a, a very slight, pretty little, almost pouting frown. Oh. And then looks back at you, shakes her head. No, Kirkland, I need it now. I have a lot of things to do. You might not be aware, but there's a war on. Yeah, yeah, I, there's a war a lot of places. What did you need the report on again? Oh. <sighs> she sighs, brings her fingers up to her forehead, closes her eyes, rubs her forehead for a moment, then seems to collect herself and <laughs> says, The Castadanyantic? Oh, that thing. Um... Well, uh, the cult activity I deputized you to look into. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I've had a really weird couple of relative days, time, space, uh, never, never excitement. Tell me about it. She looks around and says, isn't there a cafe or something near here? I think there's like a donut shop down the way where the ambulance drivers hang out. Yes. She shrugs. And narrows her eyes for a moment and then starts walking in that direction, taking long, certain strides. I look back in the hospital and then I was, oh, they didn't want to talk to me right now anyway. They're all, they're mad at me over there anyway. And so, yeah, let's see here. That. Two big, burly guys who are angry at me or the cute warden who actually wants to talk to me, even if it's about business, plus donuts. Yep. Easy, easy choice. I will follow her to the donut shop. We can do this in as much detail or as little detail as you want, but I'm really curious what information you would give her. I am telling her that the Castanyantic is drawing energy from the city and from the surrounding area, possibly tapping in the power of ancient uh, Native American spirits to feed itself. It is influencing people around. We went to Never Never to try and contact the snake spirits. Ran into some problems with the locals, and we are still following up on the leads. I am not even mentioning Coyote. <laughs> gotcha. She's uh, scarfing down donuts. She's eaten like a dozen of them in the time of your report. 
washing them down with like a pot of just black boiling hot coffee. Have you not eaten? She shakes her head. You're going to get acid reflux bad with all those donuts. I need the calories and the sugars. I've been running around. I've just spent about two days in a poison factory in Peru, soaping out red court contacts and dealing with hellhound guards. Huh. She two days. stretches, I'm... rolling her shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying not to stare. Yeah, I spent three days lost in the Never Nether, a couple of blackout. Oh. And her attitude shifts slightly. Something of the readiness or something something just changes, and she looks less like she's about to jump up from the table and start cutting off heads with her warden sword, and right. more like a person in a conversation. Oh, okay. okay then. So then you don't know about what's been happening with the Paranet. I do not know about what's been happening with the Paranet, no. What has been happening with the Paranet? She nods. About a day after you went into the Never Never, then, by my count, local Paranet members started disappearing. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, what do you mean, just disappearing? No one seems to know. The police are looking into it, but they're treating it as a series of unrelated kidnappings. Not treating it as a series at all, in fact. Huh. Well, I will add that to my list of things to do. We've got three missing people so far. Who are we missing? I've got my yellow legal pad out. And she gives you the names, addresses. These are people you know because you're one of the people who help get people hooked up on the local paranet. All minor talents. Very minor. All all, men, all women, or a mix? It's a mix. And it's all genuine people as opposed to many of the what you called Earth Mother types, the crystal gazers, duck squeezers. These are all people who really have something, even if they Duck don't understand squeezers. it. All right. I'll try and see if I can't look into that. See that you do. This is very concerning, she says. I'm going to have to contact the White Council about this. These people are my friends. I'm very concerned. You, have, you need to understand. She nods. Look into it. Do whatever you can. Um, here. She reaches down into a gym bag. Hands over a gray bundle, very neatly folded, like a piece of origami. Holy cats, is that what I think it is? It is. It's mine, but it might help. Oh. Don't you need it? She shakes her head. All right. Get me a sword and I'll be all set, I say, putting it carefully into my bag. The way things are going, you might end up getting drafted. I thought this might give you a little bit of extra authority to help you deal with local problems while I'm away. I should be back in one or two days, hopefully with reinforcements. All right. Well, you know how to get a hold of me. She nods. How did you find me at the hospital, by the way? She leans back and gives a slow, thin smile, looking quite pleased with herself. Oh, wizard stuff. Should probably. Oh, oh, what? She... Points her fingers at her eyes, points them at you, but she's still smiling. Fair enough. Keep your nose clean, Wizard Kirkland, and thanks for the donuts. No problem. Gotta pay for them anyway. So, back at the hospital. After I'm done flashing a bird. 
<laughs> I look at David and it's like, is she safe here? Uh, she's his niece. I would be extremely surprised if he let her come to harm. The guy wanting to buy my store is your daughter's uncle. Yep. You know, thinking about it, David, you're in like Isla de Oro Central. Your daughter is in a private room, you're realizing now, in the intensive care ward. Yeah, this whole thing is probably being bought and paid for by uh, Logan. You're going to owe him something major, aren't you? Uh, possibly. Like I said, her being his niece, I'm not sure he's going to... Well, yeah, he'll call that favor in if it's convenient to his agenda. But I don't think I have to worry about it until then, despite his being a vampire, which makes him by proxy an asshole. He does have some good in him, he says, with reluctance. Regardless, you need to be with your daughter. I'll go ahead and head on out. I'll go talk to uh, <laughs> I'll go talk to the twit in the street and let him know what happened. Twit's not even there. <laughs> So, uh, on Wait, which else? twit are you talking about? Are you talking about the... About the jackass that left us stranded in the Never Never. Oh, I thought you were talking about the jackass with the sniper rifle. Oh, no. I'm not even going to bother talking with him. Well, if you get the urge to blow off steam, I won't feel any sense of loss if you kick his ass. I probably should be here. I kind of feel better about your daughter at least being under surveillance. Yeah, me too. I just don't like who the surveiller is. One bridge at a time. Is that even a friggin' word? It is now. Yeah, all right. You uh, you be with your daughter. Yeah. He grabs his thermos and heads on outside. Step out. There's a care station just down the way with a couple nurses on duty and a doctor. You're realizing now you haven't been in a whole lot of modern hospitals, but even that sort of strikes you as unusual now kind of being more aware of the situation that they've got the care station with like a full doctor on duty at this hour, right down the hall and all this stuff. He looks up, kind of narrows his eyes at you and he's got the classic, I am a doctor coat, Mm -hmm. but he's wearing jeans and then a black shirt with these fangs on it. And underneath you can just barely read black dog. I stop. Yeah. Yeah. He's writing on a clipboard, kind of looks up. Uh, uh, yes, can I help you? Um, who's the primary care physician of uh, Anna Mercury in room such and such? Oh, uh, that would be Dr. Miles, he says. Dr. Miles. Okay. He's normally in during the day, but I can answer any questions. Uh, I ordinarily work in the oncology ward, but I'm up here this evening. Gotcha. He looks at you questioningly. Did you have a question? Anything I can help you with? Yeah. How bad were her initial injuries? What exactly happened? Uh, well, he looks down at his sheet. He's checking your name and stuff when you guys signed in, and they pretty much just wave you guys in, regardless of the hour and everything else. So... David, what did you tell these people he was? Or did you mention God, anything? Mother, I don't know. David, what did you put down for Adam? 
Uh, I would totally be willing to accept Godfather. Godfather, that works for me. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, here, I can explain it best here. If you'll step with me, and he gestures over toward a lounge. Mm-hmm. So he sits you down and takes you through the whole thing, basically what you'd expect with a little kid being hit by a speeding van and somehow surviving. He calls it a miracle that she lived at all, and they didn't expect her to recover. They performed something like eight. She was in surgery for like 18 hours. Damn. I want to get this son of a bitch that hit her. Just I'm not here. Stabilized. Damn it. No, but you could totally be saying that and feeling that. Actually, that is my next question. Did they apprehend the driver? Or was it a hit and run? Hit and run, I'm afraid. The police are still looking. Uh, well, the father and every, everything. Uh, well, you know, he says. Uh, the police are taking this seriously. I talked to several detectives who used to work with her father. And uh, they're pretty upset. Hmm. Any word on the dog that she chased into the street? Oh, no, nothing about that. Um, the dog's fault. We have here that there was... Um, she ran to the street, uh, mentioned something about a dog. Uh, that's it. I don't have the full incident report, but of course the police would. Um, but so far as I know, nothing is... No. No, he's paging through and just kind of shaking his head. Uh, just a word of advice there, Doctor. Hmm. She's awake. She's conscious. In her, well, not right now. She's sleeping. She um, is? Yeah. We didn't see anything. And he stands up. He, like, signals one of the nurses and, before like, points to the room. Go, before you go in. She goes bustling in, the nurse. Yeah, it is. You know, he's stopping the doctor, not the yeah. nurse. No, he's signaling a nurse, and she's going yeah. in. So you don't have to stop him. Go on. Before you go in there, Doctor, I just want to point out something. She mentioned a black dog Mm -hmm. that she went chasing out into the street after. Okay. Change your shirt before you go in there. Oh, he stops. He looks down. Oh, uh, wow. I am very sorry. This is, uh, it's a long story, but I ended up, uh, yeah, I'll take care of that right away. Thank you. Thank you. Wasn't the black dog a serial killer? Yes, and you can remember when you were here after the big earthquake, it was also a thing in the newspapers. People who had come down out of San Francisco and were living in shanty towns and stuff, there was a series of murders then. And somebody reported seeing a black dog in the area, and then it got picked up by the newspapers, and it was all over the place. They called them the black dog murders. And then that happened again. And the newspapers were almost jubilant in their reporting of it a few years ago. You know, the black dog killer. Yeah, I mean, I say this straight up to the doctor. It just seems an odd choice, especially for somebody who's working to preserve life to wear a shirt. Well, no. Uh, no, it's he. Like, uh, he opens up the the thing, and you can see "airborne" written over that, and it's spelled all weird, like B O U R N E. It's like, mm. uh, it's, uh, it's a metal band. Metal band, okay. All right. This is their new, uh, uh, I'll take care of it. And he leans out the window and says, Can you give me a pair of scrubs, please, Ethne? Now? Now? Thank you. 
don't mean to rag on you, Doc. I just want to make sure that nothing upsets her. No, no, I, I appreciate it. And uh, frankly, I wouldn't want to upset the father. <laughs> My reputation precedes me. Yeah, thank you, Doctor. He nods again and, Ethne, Ethne, and goes bustling. He goes just straight after her. Yeah, I head on outside then. Okay. So, where you headed, Wizard Kirkland? Time is it? Seven o'clock? Evening? Yeah. Starting to rain in earnest out there. When I exit the donut shop, I'm going to look down the uh, street to see if they're outside the hospital or anything waiting for me. I don't expect them to be. Hmm. You might be seeing me come out. Works for me. All right. Then I will bustle on down there, uh, hunching my shoulders and jacket over my head out of the rain. Yeah, big fat drops the size of your thumb, almost ice water. Uh, makes your skin itch as it's scrubbing the pollutants and pollen out of the air. I'll make my way up to uh, Adam there, like, how's the kid? Stable. A medevac chopper goes by, low overhead, heading off on a mission of mercy. What? Yeah, he, he points up, that's not hers. Oh. Good. <laughs> no, she's okay. I, um, I helped. I kind of juggle the thermos in front of his face. What, with coffee? You wish. No, I just had some, but what, what's in the thermos? Snake gut venom. Really? See the shit you miss when you dump and bail on your I friends? God damn it, Adam. I didn't dump you. I was taken. <laughs> yeah, you were taken because I, you made I, a dumbass choice. I, I, I cast my lot with a very powerful spirit entity who is of the earth. Lots yeah. of stories written about Good guy to know. In order to help y'all. By y'all, I mean everyone. Especially against this casted on the antic fellow. Mm. Now, yeah, we got does. a bunch of my friends are apparently missing while I've been gone. What? Yeah, some folks on the Paranet have gone up and missing. Oh, now that, I gotta go find them. That weirdo group you keep trying to get me to join. If by weirdo you mean supernatural practitioners, then yes, that weirdo group. Half those people don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. I would agree, but these, the three people who are missing, do know the difference. They're the real thing. I mean, they're not powerful real things, but, you know, they're real things. Wonderful. Sounds like we're off on another wild goose chase. By wild goose chase, you mean heroic adventure, then yes. I think you've been hanging out with Coyote way too goddamn much. I would agree, but still, it doesn't <laughs> change the point that I have friends that are missing. I've got a great old one to dispatch. Oh, yeah, by the Mercury's way. Mercury's kid seems to be doing all right, so that chalk went up for the good guys. Yay, snake venom. Oh, yeah, by the way, let me catch you up a little bit. By the way, there's some girl running around with the book of how-to manual for the cast on Yantic that came into your place. Yes. You probably check up on that at some point. Not that I have any way to do it. I don't think I get it. Wait, no, this was her book, wasn't it? Wait a second. Why am I good? I can tracking spell that. Oh, man, hold on. I gotta get my list out. Things to do. Things to do. Monday, check down girl. Number three. Check out girl. No, track her down with magic, man. Come on. Get with it, Adam. You better write it much more clear because I don't want you chasing Dale. Written at the top of the page, you flip to in bright, glittering pink gel pen with hearts for eyes and everything else is call me Lisa in the phone number. I don't know who that is, Adam. Sure. I swear I don't. 
Look, I'm cutting you some slack because you've been, a, <laughs> you've been a good friend. Right. Being dumped in the middle of the never-never with no fucking way home really pisses me off. And yet, here you are, home, number one. And number two, I didn't dump you. I was taken. Yeah, you were taken because you decided to make a deal with Had the fucking Had he coyote. said he was going to take me away from my compadres, I would not have made the deal. Or I would have had some ancillary agreements on that. A man in scrubs steps out of the door under the little overhanging, sees you guys, hears that line, turns around, walks back in. Walk and talk. Making a scene, Adam. See that? That's what I'm telling you to walk and talk with man. I'm an occupant. You're the big... Get on the fucking bike. Bicycle. So, let me cut to uh, back in the hospital as this tragic comedy unfolds, this comedy of errors. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I really don't know what to do here because I'm just watching her, even though she's yeah. just sleeping, I don't really want to go, but the player in me says, come on, man! It's perfectly fine to be conflicted, or, yeah. you know, you can do what you like. I've got no problem. <laughs> I just set up the situation. Well, the nurses should be rushing in. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. The nurse is in. So uh nurse comes in, and she looks agitated, even uh, annoyed, and then sees the tubes lying off on the side and, you know, stuff. What, what happened in here, she says, accusingly. Nothing. She's sleeping. What? She's not supposed to be disconnected. You realize that this is what's supplying her, and she's looking. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And she presses a button. Doctor? Yeah, I think you're going to find she's doing much better. She seems almost ready to go. In a I moment. Helen, I grew a new kidney. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that, too. <laughs> They're still cutting people open. What is this, the Dark Ages? So Drilling in holes in his head's not the answer. Yeah. In a moment, the place is a maelstrom of medical personnel clustered around checking this sticking a needle into that, checking the tubes clustered around her and pretty much ignoring you. Despite knowing that it came from the snake venom, David allows a small smile to cross his face, and he says over his shoulder, Go to church on Sunday and take somebody with you. Ah, <laughs> nice. Is she still sleeping or is she awake? She is um, still asleep, and that's exactly what you can kind of overhear. And... Uh, doctor, this like thin, uh, sallow guy, looks like he hasn't slept in about two years, <laughs> comes up to about your chin, sandy blonde hair going prematurely gray in patches, wearing some sort of tarnished silver necklace and scrubs that look like they're not quite the right size for him. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, excuse me, Mr. Mercury. Yep, I'm uh, Dr. Engel, and I'm in charge of the night shift here. Can you tell me exactly what happened? Uh, why is your daughter disconnected from these machines? Well, she... The golem came and poured snake gut venom down her throat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you wouldn't believe me if I told you, so... Yeah, I'm willing to countenance the presence of faith healing in my hospital, uh, in you know, under my charge. I... More than you might think. I have seen some things that maybe you wouldn't believe. 
uh, in my normal work. Uh, I work with terminal patients all the time and I'm an oncology doctor uh, and I'm really just here as a favor I'm covering for somebody. But all I'm asking is, did you disconnect her? This doesn't have to go on any kind of report, but I need to know for my own peace of mind. I honestly don't remember if the tubes just sort of fell off or if... No, I, you took I them. pulled them out. So that he could give her the... Oh, the, the, that's right. They were in her... Duh. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking like IVs and stuff like that. I didn't think about a tube connecting that was going down her throat. Yeah. If I say we did, there's jail time or something potentially. Well, even if there's not jail time, I just don't want to deal with. You're just, thinking, Mr. Mercury. I am thinking, yes. Just, just tell him I did it. I know I'm not in the room, but I'm giving you carte blanche to throw me under the bus if you need. Nah. The Lord works in mysterious ways. He pulls out the necklace. He looks at this weird silver orb thing he's got there nods to himself, clutches it, and still brow-furrowed, kind of lost in thought, drifts back over to the bed, tucking the necklace away. Hmm. If it's all the same to you all, it's been a really long night, and I'd like to get my daughter home. Nobody even so much as looks at you. They're conversing amongst themselves, checking charts and notes. Is any of them actually looking at her? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Then, uh, excuse me. Excuse me! Oh, nice. Do the um, taxi whistle. Do the whole whistle. Everyone stops and looks up at you. Everyone kind of looks at the doctor and he says, yes? Clearly, my daughter is fine. I appreciate everything you all have done, but I'd like to get her home. It's been a very long night, and I'd just as soon not have her first memory upon waking up being the inside of a hospital room. So if you'll excuse us. Uh, let me explain a few things. Uh, your daughter appears to have made an amazing recovery. Yes, she has. Uh, the uh, attending physician on her entrance uh, noted it as uh, her survival as miraculous. And while that's not really a medical term, I would put that up here or with this. Uh, however, she is still gravely injured and will require hospital care for the next several days. She has numerous broken bones. He lists off a, a whole Penelope of injuries. Okay, so and while she appears to be stable and is now breathing on her own, that's a far cry for ready for release. Okay, uh, player, not character here. I, I'm trying to determine how much of that is true and how much of that is what they would assume based on. I could, I could tell you from my notes. Okay. Well, tell you what, um, I can tell you what you remember. You heard that she was hit by a speeding van. Right. But when he gave her the venom, mm -hmm. does the venom... She coughed and started breathing on her own, and her voice, you could hear the pain in her voice. Okay. So it's not like a magic thing where it just heals all the injuries. It doesn't look like it, no. She's all okay. bruised. Up, okay, that's... Shrunken. Okay, that's what I wanted. So they could very well be correct. I was... Adam was going with worst case scenario because under the moonlight, the venom has the, the power serious to moonlight. the dead. Mm -hmm. No, hey, you did, you did good. I don't trust her. You know what? Fuck it. I appreciate what you're saying, but due to the miraculous nature of the recovery, I think we can handle things on our own. I will take full responsibility if that is not the case. And yes, step, step with me, please. You know, 
I, I appreciate it. Let's talk about this in the lounge. It's right next door. I understand that. I'm not saying... I'm to listen. Believe me. Is it okay if I take her home? I'm taking my daughter and we're getting out of okay, here. Okay, then let's make the arrangements. I don't... Come with me. He puts his hand on the small of your back. Not really pushing you, but he's starting to walk. All right, fine. I'll walk with him because either I'm going to find out more about what's going on or he will be what he says he is and I'm not sure I trust this guy. So, yeah. All right, I will go with him. I still have my gun as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. They didn't check you when you guys came in or anything. It's like you got VIP red carpet service to come right up in here. They didn't give you any guff about visiting hours or any of that. Yeah, there's something weird going on here, and I either I don't like who I have to thank or there's something even weirder going on here. Okay. Uh, please sit down. Um, in my work as an oncology doctor, uh, I have seen some things that I cannot medically explain. I have seen amazing remissions. Uh, and in the last few weeks, my opinion on what medical science understands or does not understand has been turned on its head. So I am willing to countenance that we may be looking at a kind of miracle cure here brought on by the power of prayer or faith or outside intervention from a higher power what you will. He looks nervously at the door and his voice is pitched very low as he says this. However, uh, I would be remiss in my duties to your daughter and to the medical profession if I did not plead with you to let her remain here for at least 24 more hours so that we can be sure she is stable. I appreciate that. There is more going on here that I am at liberty to discuss with you or anybody else. And uh, quite frankly, I'm not sure that I feel safe with my daughter in this hospital. So I'm going to move her and place my faith and trust in the one who's already shown that they can be trusted. Oh, thanks, David. His... uh... (laughs) His hand goes to his chest. Why did I see that? He, <laughs> his hand goes to his chest and like he squeezes whatever is on his necklace again and he nods. Well, um, there are a number of very strong and specific laws in cases like this, particularly with children. And um, I think in this case, it's probably best if I... Don't invoke those. I appreciate that. I'll make the arrangements. Can we make a compromise? And let me keep her here until tomorrow morning. At the very least, she'll get a good night's rest and the intravenous fluids that she needs before she is able to take anything else. I'm going to make a conviction roll Mm -hmm. just to see if I get any kind of insight I'm not, I know. Yes, that's fine. Yeah. That's how it works. Okay, it was that superb, and it is now the six. So you know that you were here for a reason, that your God would not have allowed this to happen or cause it to happen without a plan. Okay, before you go any further, let me explain where my 
where his yeah, brain process is going. That's the, that's the first thing you're getting. Because, okay, because he figures he's already jumped the gun and screwed up by letting uh, Adam put the snake venom down her. Not, not that he's blaming Adam in any way for this. This is totally a him thing, just to make sure. I have my philosophical argument ready for you. <laughs> and his thinking is he wants to give... Uh, you know, it's weird me saying this in-game because this is the kind of shit that I can't stand when people do in re- reality. So, But because we, in the fiction we are establishing here, the rules are... Uh, he wants to give God a chance to do what he wants to do in order to... Absolutely. So that's why I'm trying to get the insight as to whether or not leaving her there is... If alarm bells start going off, then I'm not going to do it. But if I... What you're remembering is the fierceness with which you have seen Logan fight to protect you, and especially when there was something that was happening anywhere near... Annie, like outside the house where she sometimes goes, when those ghouls showed up, he immediately flew off the handle, leapt at one and tore it to shreds, Mm. picked up a dumpster and threw it onto another one, just completely became a raging berserker. And you know that that has to do with him and his feelings about family. He, All the memories that you're getting of this, he takes that very seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose in actuality, in one of these adventures, he's going to have to come to grips with the fact that despite the fact that Logan has his own agenda, he has kind of given Logan a bit of transference. (laughs) Okay, anyway. All right. All right. You do what you got to do. and uh, You're welcome. Okay. So I'll cut to back outside and we can come back to David. You guys can come in with anything anytime you want anyway. All right. Right. So you guys getting on the bike? Yeah. How are we doing this? Wait a second. I'm sitting your ass on the handlebars and I'm... The hell you are. (laughs) Ambulance comes roaring by. It's either the bike or we walk. I have no problem with the rain. How are you doing? Hey, hey, you want to watch this? This rain will fall off me like water off a duck's back. And I'm shape-shifting into a duck. Right there? Right there. Uh, Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, right here. (laughs) Okay. So, um, the uh, lights nearby blink out the whole awning and then the whole front of the hospital. Oh, I'm not, I have not crossed the street over to the hospital. I've been staying across the street from the hospital because I know that kind of, just on general practices. Okay, that works. I believe I stated probably a week ago, admittedly. Well, you were across the street and then went over and then went to meet up with this guy. So it sounded to me like you guys were meeting up under the awning. But okay, we'll say you're in front of, of the course. donut of course. shop. Fate point could certainly have me underneath the awning. Mm, not worth it to me. Fair enough. So streetlight no, goes no, out. I, I, I had in my mind that I was still across the street. Streetlight goes I, out. I thought when you said right here, I thought it meant in front of God and everyone. Yeah, yes. hell, I'll go. So streetlight goes out, uh, lights in the diner flicker, and duck. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? You can ride the bug. (laughs) I pick up the duck. Can't can't talk. I can fly. I'm a duck. It flaps its wings. 
<laughs> I pick up the duck. And try to pick up the duck. This mallard is flying. All right, is he waddling or flying away? I'm flapping away from you. I'm flying in a holding pattern over, waiting for you to go wherever the hell you're going. I'm just, I'm letting it go. <laughs> and that guy's unflappable. Oh, that's a foul pun if ever I heard one. Yeah, hey, you know what? Bill me. Anyway. God damn it. <laughs> Enough of this feather-brained tomfoolery. Oh, I need to go buy some chapstick now, just so I can use it. <laughs> I'm going to go get on a bike. Ready to follow him. And I'm right into my shop. I'll fly after him. Okay, and off you guys go into the night. How close are you following? Following? What? <laughs> I thought he said that too. <laughs> it's a multi-purpose conversation. Stretch. I'm about I know. 10 feet above and behind you. Okay, so yeah. No, I won't be talking to midair then, so don't worry about it. What would look crazy? Talking to midair or talking to a duck? Or you look like I lost my mind. I might as well just cement it. So I pedal my ass back to the bookshop. <laughs> Off you go. All right. So let me come back to David because that's going to take half a second. <laughs> Become a shapeshifter to be carried. All right. I uh, go back with him to her room and... If she's still sleeping, then I'll just give her a kiss on the forehead. She stirs, and a little bit of the lines and stuff in her forehead seem to smooth out for a moment, and she turns over very slightly, like winces, and then goes back flat on her back and falls into a deeper sleep again. Okay. All right, you do what you need to do for her. And you are now left alone in the room again. I uh, give her hand a squeeze, and I say, you sleep well, and I'll be back to get you very soon. You get the feeling that she hears you somehow. Okay. How long has it been since she met the Neanderthal? God, that would have been, wow, three days ago now. Okay. Didn't feel that long to you. <laughs> I know you probably can't answer this, but would you like me to get Clyde to come down and visit you? I know you guys seem to hit it off pretty well. What is David's feeling about Clyde? As far as I remember, I know the player got a good feeling from him, so I'm going to... There you go. Yeah. I would say make your decision based on that. He likes him. He likes the fact that he, as a cop, is a very paranoid and mistrusting fellow, and he likes the fact that his daughter does not yet share that trait. And so, as much as yeah, he... You stormed into the backyard about ready to beat that guy down. Yes, I did. <laughs> I'll admit there's it's a conflict of emotion there. Because he's going to do whatever he can to ensure that she doesn't have to become paranoid and mistrustful of people. Mm -hmm. At the same time, he'll take care of that for her <laughs> until such time as she has to take care of it herself. Can't but, wait to see what happens when she starts dating. Yeah, well, don't think the campaign will be going on that long, so I don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Okay. My daughter's almost six. I'm still thinking about that. <laughs> But also, I think it's fair to say that his experiences with God and being the champion of the innocent is teaching him that sometimes it's best to give someone the benefit of the doubt until they give you a reason not to. So once he brought the shit down, so to speak, I think he came away yeah. with a better understanding. I think he likes him okay. You've definitely seen the flip side of that coin. Yeah, so I'll see if he can come by and, and see you if you want. Very good. 
and he walks out of the room. Where are you headed? I'm going back to my cab. Well, first of all, I'm wondering where the hell Ezra and Adam got to. Yeah, it's been like 20 minutes. I ducked out of here. Oh, oh God. <laughs> anyway, yeah, those like jokes are very unbecoming. Uh, I forgot. I have a thing called a cell phone. Yeah, you do. Although I'm not sure. Either You've got a smartphone, even. I'm not sure. Uh, I know Ezra wouldn't have one, but I don't know about Adam. I assume Adam probably wouldn't have one because he doesn't really care for tech that much. That's up to Adam. But is I that would assume? Yes. Is that correct? Oh. He has one, but it is such a bare bones basic home. <laughs> kind of like the purse he's got to carry with it, the strap across. Yeah, no, no, not that bad. Weighs fifteen pounds. Like a jitterbug. It's like no, <laughs> you know, it, it gets your price on the side. Basic. It is a phone. It does yeah. nothing more than be a phone. Works. Can you even find those? I have the no jitterbugs. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. I had one not too long ago after I killed one of my more recent phones. Even my, my $30 Net 10 phone has got like a camera and stuff on it. What about those disposable burn phones? Yeah, yeah they still got cameras on them. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah Adam just has such a cheap-ass phone that maybe because <laughs> he either breaks or loses them. <laughs> so, yes, he's definitely got one. And you would have his number. All right, I'm going to call him. by Fiat, just because your daughter knows him and spends yeah. time with him and stuff. You've met him from time to time. Yeah. So. All right, I'm going to call him on his cell. Either the phone at the shop slash his home or his cell phone, which is pretty much for business anyway. All right. So, there you are. Phone's Ooh. ringing. <sighs> the Eggersold Books is currently closed at the moment. What can I do? Uh, you can tell me where the hell you are. I'm heading home. Oh. With a duck. You can hear <laughs> traffic noises. With a, with a what? With a duck. Why, why the hell? Laughing Boy apparently can shapeshift now, and he turned his ass into a duck just to show off. Okay, I'm going to assume you're using the term his ass in a way that includes the rest of him. A nurse looks up at you and <laughs> looks back at her work. Yeah, he is in... <laughs> Entirely Daffy Duck mode. Are you walking and talking, Blind Geek? Yes. Okay. You know what? No, I'm not. Just for the sake of the humor of the bit, I am not. Okay. All right. Well, make sure he doesn't... Oh, you're you're riding his bike then? I don't drive, dude. Remember? Okay. Most cars don't fit me. I understand. <laughs> then, uh, I guess we'll meet up later. Uh... Um- we got to hash this stuff out. All right. I'll have coffee on. Don't worry. How about some peeking duck? Don't, don't tempt me. <laughs> or you could poke his eyes out and then you'd have a duck blind. All right. On that's that really note. Bad. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah, that was, that's a stretch. I'm too worn out for anything else right now. I can tell. Look, I'm going to get back to the shop. I'll fill in Howard here. about all the details and stuff that happened to us via big creepy snake shit alright I'll be there shortly probably before you well if you see us stop (laughs) shouldn't be too hard large guy on a bicycle being followed by a duck by a duck yeah alright
So I'm just going to go ahead and say we cut right back to the shop. Oh, no, I got one more phone call to make, but this one I am walking and talking. Okay. Uh, I am calling Victor. Or not Victor. Um, I am calling... You call Victor. No, I don't want to call Victor. I'm calling Logan Shaw. Okay. Just to make life he picks interesting up for immediately. you. He picks up immediately. David, what can I do for you? Let's just make this really quick. While I appreciate the fact that you took care of my daughter, I don't appreciate... Look, your- I'll do anything for my family. Okay, and uh, you were away. Now, I trust that you were doing something very important. I understand everything that's going on here, but you have to understand that I have to do what I feel like I need to do in order to protect my family. You know that's what very we serious were, to me. You know what we were doing. We told you we were going to the Never Never to check out Retcon, to check out the thing. Exactly. I understand that what you're doing was very important, but... I had to take measures. There's a lot of serious shit going on right now. Things are really ramping up in the city. And I know you don't get along very well with Victor, but he's really good at what he does, and he will do anything I say and nothing more. You don't have to worry about that. All right. I. All right. Well, he can't bring himself to say thank you. <laughs> We've had our issues in the past, and we're, let's face it, we're never going to get married. But let's just call it here, and we can call a truce over this. Fine. But if I find out you had anything to do with her getting hit, I will kill you myself. I will find the most brutal and painful way of bringing down a fucking vampire, and I will make sure that I personally deliver that to you tenfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this would be a very convenient way to engender, is that the right word? To I think the word you're looking for is in debt. And you know what? Let's just leave it there before either one of us says something else that we're going to regret. And he hangs up. (sighs) He smashes the phone to the ground. Totally destroying it. Yep, just bam! Just... David smash. Yeah. Absolutely. Good <laughs> curb stop it. There you go. Yeah. He just <laughs> he hangs up on him and he's just like and he just with one I don't want it to be like a wham 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 just with one motion he destroys the thing. I don't mean like breaks it. He has not that strong, but he just hurls it. Oh, that's fine. Hurls it to the ground and yeah, stomps on it. Yeah, I figure he hurls it to the ground, and once he realizes what he's done, then it's like ah, screw it, and then he stomps. (laughs) It's already broken anyway. Absolutely. So, cut to the bookstore. Yep. To right. I'll just go ahead and say, uh, for the sake of convenience, everybody is here together at pretty much the same time. I've got something to confess, guys. I was while in the never never. Tooling around County, I was bitten by a duck under the light of the full moon, and now I can transform into a were-duck. I don't like talking about it. You realize that at one point in time in my travels, I actually passed through a good chunk of China. I have the original recipe for Peking duck, <laughs> and I have no trouble trying it out. He has a real downers. I'm just saying. Yeah, I am not in the mood for wise-ass comments at the moment. It's become a torrential downpour outside, almost biblical in its proportions, and you can hear it hammering on the roof and flowing ah, through the gutters. You're Wind just jealous because you don't it. have water-repellent feathers. Wait, are you still a duck? No. Oh, okay. Don't make me pluck you, boy. I get the coffee going. 
I sit down and it's like, all right, I'm sorry about the temper, but dude, you really pissed me off. I've come to unnotice that, yes. All right. Get everything I've done, I've done for the good of the city and you and by becoming Coyote's bitch? Not Coyote's bitch. We are a business associates at best. Right. You mean to say that if he snaps his fingers, you won't come running? No. No, I won't. Looking over my shoulder nervously. There's a peal of thunder outside. Coyote doesn't control thunder. You're not fooling me, thunder. Uh, is this unseasonable weather for the area? Yes, but it's not unheard of. Usually you get this kind of stuff like, uh, you know, in the autumn, maybe. For it to be coming up in January, it's weird, but it's not completely unheard of. What time this is it super right heavy rain is unusual. It's mid-January 2000. No, I know that, but I mean, what, what time in By game now time? it's about 9.15 p.m. All right, I'm going to say that I'm not quite back yet. David sure, is, works for me. David is going, well, you'll see. Okay, tell me. Because you, you guys wouldn't have snow at this point, right, out there in California. No. In fact, if there was, people would probably think that the end was nigh. Okay, yeah. Right now, this just feels like a heavy thunderstorm. That's about right. If, Of course, out here in January, we'd have snow, but if we didn't, it would be storming. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be thunder snow. You ever seen that? Yes. Never. It's I've beautiful. heard of, but never seen. Yeah. It is bizarre. Very <laughs> cool. So, David. About that time, David comes walking in with his hands full of plastic bags and the odor of Chinese food wafting in after him. Ooh. Oh, man, Good move. You are a gentleman and a saint. <laughs> yeah, I hope you like Peking Duck. Yeah, I do. Watch this. <laughs> actually, I was hoping for the Kung Pao chicken extra hot. You know, you know it's you funny, can... actually. That was the... No joke. That was actually the other thing I was going to say he brought. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> in fact, we may be having that for dinner, unbeknownst to Mrs. Blind Geek, because now I'm getting hungry. Um, anyway. so he, Josh, I think you're totally playing up the uh, coyote aspect that you've got yeah. here, so please take a fate point, because you're doing oh, a great you. job role-playing that. Thank you. I've got a lot of fate points right now. I'm going <laughs> to cause some trouble when it comes down. You're going to need them. That's never good when a DM says <laughs> I'm up to five feet points. Not bad for having one refresh. I know, man. I got four myself. Yeah, um, I got four. You're in the Harry Dresden thing. Yeah, I'm in trouble and then pull out some big old stun at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit down, you know, after making the coffee and basically lay out what happened to us in the Never Never with the Snake Gods. If you need proof of the whole Venom thing... I- David, what the hell did you we out of character? Did we put the big stone pots filled with the venom in like let's say we put them in the back room of the shop? Um, yeah, I think Is we did. Okay? Before we went to the hospital, we went back to the shop and stowed them. But you happened to take some. Yeah, no, that works for me. I have no problem with that. Okay, I'm not going to be like, no, you guys were in the basement and there was only the bicycle <laughs> and. <laughs> I've played with DMs like that, and I hate them. I have been, G- I have been GMs like that, and I, I hate myself. Too, I believe at some point. 
not for a long time, but yeah. In some games, it's good. In this one, I'm not worried about it. Well, it's like, I mean, shit, if push comes to shove, it's like, here's a fucking fate point. We had the thing. We took it beforehand. So, yeah, you've got him back there. Okay. Yeah. And I show him to Ezra. So, Ezra, fire and sunlight in liquid form in these wow. huge stone, they're almost like canoptic jars, about half as high as a man, uh, made of some black stone flecked with little pieces of white, almost like they're snowflakes in the stone. So let me let me give you the basic rundown that I got here. And Blindgate, feel free to jump in if I get any of this wrong. Don't you mean David? <laughs> Well, I like the idea that this would be totally an in-character briefing. Okay, and David, feel free to jump in if I get any of this wrong. All right. All right, look, the snakes, they woke up because dreams from the mortal world have basically stopped coming to them. And probably Kostad and Yonkik's doing since he's a dream yep. invader. Yeah, but here's the thing that's interesting. There's a seal. A seal was placed to bind this big demon thing. And essentially, it was the Earth itself, and it's been weakened. David, you remember that big seal-looking thing that we saw in the middle of the... uh, No, 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 not that kind of seal. We're talking like a binding seal, like as in something to seal... Yeah, like that big round stone screw. Like the city. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about like a sea lion thing that we ran into a few months ago. Oh, no, 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 not the girl with the surprisingly large breasts. Yeah. Hello? What? No, that's not... I'm, never yeah. mind. Yeah, you know what? Wizard, that's what I do. <laughs> anyway, I'm talking about the entire damn city. Basically, from the way it sounds, you know the old legends about the island and the women warriors and the city of gold and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Apparently it was real at one point in time. Then this Duh. demon then this demon came to town, shit went down, the snakes were used to help kind of seal everything away. The women gave their lives to kind of seal away this demon, and it wiped out the island and everything about them. And you know, Kostadon de- Yantic is originally Atlantean. He's got a theme, apparently, for sinking islands. Yeah, the island didn't sink. It essentially got flipped and turned into where we are now. What? This is the seal itself. Get out. No. My shop. Anybody gets out here. If you're going to get anyway. out, leave the Chung Pao chicken. Now, I, the snake said that, you know, hey, they could be reawakened fully and they could come and take on the cast, you know, the cast, whatever, the demon <laughs> thing. That sounds like an incredibly bad idea. Yeah, because they also said that they would have to wipe out the entire city to do it. Yeah, so incredibly bad idea. So let's yeah. see that. Um, they did say wear and tear is breaking down the barrier and... They're drawing power from multiple sources to cause trouble. Now, there's some kind of valley or orchard where dreams were directed to these snake gods, and we kind of made a promise for all this information if we could get the dreams to flow again. Yeah, David, remember that cult temple thing where you shot a bunch of people? Yeah. In that valley? Was there an orchard there? I can't recall. There was. Uh, Ah. You did. I remember a stone there, too, that seemed kind of silly monolithically. Well, no, no, no. I mean, those people were directing their stuff towards the Castan on Yantic, so that would have been part of the problem. Yeah, we okay. did a good thing there. We didn't do well, apart from yeah, my we shooting. did a good thing by slaughtering a lot of people. Good fuck job, you. David. Fuck you. Well, right. the thing is, is Go that fuck we a duck. need to draw a hell of a lot of power to seal this. <laughs> and there's a couple areas where we can draw the power, all right? 
One of the easiest ones was a ring of iron in the park. I think we all know what the hell that is. Uh, all right. The, no. The big freaky art deco statues in the middle of the damn park. Yeah, the, which are gateways to the never never and ways guarded by a troll. Troll. Yes. So, yeah. Or okay. Ezra. The problem is that apparently there are spores of this thing. Oh, the snakes call this thing the hiving one. Okay. Okay, there are spores of this thing. Eggs are being planted in all over the damn place. And there's one, and they refer to it as the valley below. Another is buried below a hospital south of the city. I bet I know that hospital. That didn't Was happen that? to be the hospital we were just at. Yeah, no, no. Our- Brief correction. No. One is buried below a hospital in the center of the city. Another is buried in a hospital to the south of the city where they say even now the thing's servants are working to rebuild its power. Like perhaps that deserty insane asylum hospital prison in the desert? Is Maybe, the right but, isn't, I don't even, but the, uh, yes, that would be that would be the correct uh, direction. That'd be uh, the one you're thinking of is Swansea. Yeah. But that's... Hang on. There was one in the, uh, uh, another in the center of the city? Yeah, a hospital in the center of the city. Shit. And I left my daughter there. It did say buried underneath, so basically we probably need to go sewer splunking. Awesome. I've done great. I am charged by Almighty God to be champion of the innocent. The first chance I get to show his glory by healing my daughter, I blow by allowing you to give her snake venom, and now I leave her in the hands of servants of some fucking Lovecraftian Cthulhu-oid. Coyote's looking pretty good at this point. You know what? Fuck it. Dave, can I point out something simply? You all know I'm an agnostic. Right? Yeah. Seriously? Yes, I am. All right. Gods exist, but I use the term very loosely. Um, just for the sake of discussion. For the sake of argument. For the sake of argument with the whole thing with your daughter, can I point out one simple thing? Yeah, but how can you use the term loosely? Either something exists or it doesn't. It's like being very unique. Well... Or the Vulcan death grip. There ain't no such animal. David, you know what I am, right? I talked to you about quantum physics at some point. David? Yeah? You know I am, right? Yeah? It's really hard for me to take anybody seriously who calls themselves a god... When I've seen mine, quote unquote, go to the bathroom and then die. Well, that just means your God isn't very high on the evolutionary ladder of Godhood. I. Aw, snap. (laughs) Cold, David Mercury. Cold. Well, no, I mean, it's. His God is. He was. My God. My God. Are you people. Yeah, that's my point. That's my point. I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was just saying, I mean, we... This comes naturally. Exactly. No, his dear God is us, as a species, not us in this room, and we're not... Yourself. (laughs) You want to... Can can I hit him? No. Mm. Thank you, you, Adam. I get first shot. All right, fair enough. Hey! 
But uh, the only point I wanted to make out is that according to your faith, your God works in grand and mysterious ways. Am I misinterpreting that from the Bible? No. Then how the hell do you know that he didn't intend for us to bring the damn venom to heal your daughter? Oh, ineffable. Ineffable. That's what they call that. That's a fair point. Thank you. You're welcome. There's a brief lull in the storm. Everything very quiet. You can hear water dripping off the trees outside. Very ominous, that storm. I don't know how ominous that is. So look, we got a whole bunch of these dark eggs. Yes, it's ominous. Let me try something. Coyote is a backstabbing son of a bitch, and because he's a coyote, that's literal. Yeah. I don't think Coyote's going to argue that, to be honest. That's true, huh? All right. You've read here. You've read. Hey, here's the thing. I'm trying to find one of those eggs. (laughs) I can. What? I'm trying to see. I wanted to see if the thunder would go. There's nothing. The wind is slowly starting to pick back up again. Anyway, here's the thing. All we got to do is find one of those eggs, and I can work some wizard tracking magic, and I can find the other ones, I betcha. Well, how brave are you guys feeling like being? Because we can go right back. I've got back a dog who can do the same thing. That's <laughs> We can go right back to the hospital in the center of the city, find sewer access or something. I'm sure some of you guys can figure out a way down there and go on a bug hunt. See that. Okay. And then we can find uh, Ezra a roadrunner. Awesome. That old Dodge Roadrunner? That'd be great. I bet I could hold up, too. No electronics. Yeah. So you're going to be buying everything from Acme now? Tell me. <laughs> you guys are hacks. At least, at least for a while, he will. Yeah. Dodge Roadrunner's a pretty badass looking at I, I got you, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Just so you Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I got the Roadrunner joke. I'm, I think yeah, people I just deign not to... <laughs> pretty much it, yep. Oh, David... I did have a quick question for you. I'm sorry for leaving you and your daughter. I just, I, you needed to be with her. Um, no, no, it's all right. I wasn't, I wasn't calling. Oh, by the way, I, yeah, I wasn't calling out of anger. I just wondered where the hell you went. Oh, by the way, here's my new um, phone number. Did you break another one? Yeah, damn it. I called Shaw and we had words. I ought to put a whiteboard <laughs> up in here and just have a checklist of the number of phones you broke because of him. <laughs> Look, there was a doctor there at the hospital. Well, (laughs) there are many. When when I left, there was a doctor who was wearing a shirt that had fang. It was a black shirt, had white fangs on it, and it said "Black Dog" on the shirt. That's his fist involuntarily clenches. That's interesting. I took him aside. I spoke with him. He straightened out his shirt, and it showed the name of a heavy metal band. I told him to take the shirt off before he went back in to see your daughter. Are you kidding? People think he's a pedophile. He went and got scrubs on. I think he's going to put another shirt on. Oh, okay. Of course, now that you you gently reminded me that there's an egg underneath the central, it might ring a little bit more dangerous than I thought. All right, I, I guess I was hoping this would be the end of an evening and we could get some sleep, but it looks like we got to go back out. Drink your coffee. Yeah. It is really good coffee. 
it's a mix of blends, if you want to know. I have a little bit of Turkish spiked in there. I got some Arabic beans in recently. I like the chickpeas. They had a nice bit of flavor there. You know, I was messing around with the Native American stuff. You know, the... the... So was I. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there, shall we? Wait, you guys are going to be so impressed. You're going to be so glad I did what I did. Doubtful. You don't even, you don't even know. For all I know, you may be partially responsible for my daughter's condition, so no, I will not be impressed at all. Next time you decide to make a deal with a trickster god, I don't know what the hell you were thinking. Have you read the book of Job? Spirit. (laughs) Look, you want me to define my terms? Okay, I'll go ahead and define them now. As far as I'm concerned, everything's a spirit. There are no gods. All is permissible. All right. Look. Hey, here's the thing. So Coyote's, uh, you know, a god of creation, all that, you know, made the world and everything. He'll tell you repeatedly that he made the world. He didn't. Now that I've got Coyote power in me, you get enough dirt on this Castanon Yantic, get enough sympathetic tokens, maybe some eggs, that kind of thing. I'm betting I can work some creation magic, some thaumaturgy, bring it in, and uncreate that guy. Be interesting to see. I'm fiddling around behind the counter. Mm-hmm. The thermos with the snake juice. I'm actually getting out a label gun, mm-hmm. and I'm labeling snake, snake juice. You, well, no, I'm labeling it snake juice. Not for drinking. Yeah, snake juice, not for drinking. And I rig up like a shoulder sling for that, and then I get another thermos, and I fill that sucker up with coffee. Boom. You have enough of this, you don't need sleep. <laughs> I love the image of this conversation taking place over a table in the back room with Chinese food boxes and paper plates and stuff like that. It's just really cool. That's yeah. Dresden Files. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's kind of what gave me the idea, actually. The other thing Adam's doing is that he's getting a very large chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has served you faithfully in the past? Yeah. Excellent. Wrapping it around his wrist. If you know the old comic character Lobo, yes, I stole this from him. Ah, I won't hold it against you. But basically, he's getting a very large chain with a hook at the end. He's wrapping it around his wrist, flexing the hook, and kind of looking at both of you like, so are we going to do this? Yep, let's do it. Ah. You want to impress us so much? Do me a favor. If we get into a firefight, don't turn into a duck. You better have some grizzly bear in there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that might have come in handy a couple fights ago there, uh, Ezra. That ability to Just, It happened when I was with Coyote. But you yeah, couldn't. So it's new. Oh, yeah. The whole uh, were duck thing is new. It's just a duck. Yeah, apparently, you got animal musk or something else going on because I've seen your notepad and how many freaking lady phone numbers you got on there now. Uh, well, everyone knows that ducks have uh, extendable prehensile penises. Yeah, which are in the shape of a corkscrew. Yeah. Well, you know, California man, <laughs> California. Don't need uh, that image in my head. You- why I hang out with the old folks and the kids. <sighs> I turned to the camera. <laughs> I turned to the camera and do a face palm. That's what I did. <laughs> Both of you looking at the same direction. A lonely trombone. Wah, wah. Davis, what the hell Where'd you that music come from? <laughs> Light hit his eye and it made a noise. I don't even know how that works. Mixing Dresden Files with Cartoon Action Hour. I don't understand. All right. So are we going to pick up our crap and move or what? Yep. 
I got my cab parked outside. You know, I'm going to have to start charging you guys pretty soon if I don't start making some bank from this cab at some I'll point. I'll pay you when I'll pay. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, and Ezra? Yes. You know that cup you're drinking? This cup right here? Yeah. Yeah? That's the last Good. one you get until I get an apology. Oh, I think that was the cup I peed in a couple days ago when I came back in a hurry from that drug bust. Comic timing's off. See, that would have been the first thing to say. Now you don't get the spit take. I'm going <laughs> to set it down over here, however. What do you mean, apologize? For what? Oh, I don't know. Leaving us in the never-never. <laughs> I didn't leave you in the never-never. I uh, from our perspective, away. you kind of did leave us in the never-never no. with no way of getting home. <laughs> you, when you made the deal with Coyote, you yeah, left just, us in the never-never. No, big poof of smoke, and I woke up in a strip club. I, I don't, don't care what the matter was. You made a oh, deal you? with a trickster <laughs> spirit. Hey, hey, we all make choices in life, okay? And yours you, you hung us out to dry. You guys have to wake up six feet underground. I woke up in a strip club. So, you know, who's winning? I'm not sure where this metaphor is going. Anyway, either. I didn't leave you. I was taken. So, you know, yeah, but if you I'm hadn't... sorry that Coyote took me away. No, that's not. An... No, what you should be sorry for is making a deal with a trickster god who you shouldn't have trusted any more than you could throw him in the first place. That's not, because right now it's working pretty good. Ezra, yeah. you want to go make a deal with another god? Nope, can't only do one, I believe. Well, do me a favor. If you want to make a deal with another god, go grab that lightning rod there and go run outside. Look, when a god asks you if you want to make a deal, you say yes. No, you don't. Right? You don't. What? No. What, Ray? What? Have you never seen Ghostbusters? Yeah, once or twice. It's one of uh, the gorilla, right? And, uh, oh, and the God. That's a horrible, horrible. No, the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, that one, the real one. The real one, the one with Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. Ooh, the guy from Sizecape. Can we be having this conversation as we are prepping yeah. to leave? That's up to you. The, the guy from Dumbo Drop? Yes, we're having this conversation. <laughs> oh my god. While we're. Yes, that guy. And Sci-Factor? How, how do I, the being that's a couple hundred years old, know more about popular culture? Than you. Who's supposed to be a hipster? I'm not a hipster. I'm a busker. What? I played my guitar on the street for money. Busker. You're a hipster. I'm not a hipster. You're a beatnik. Uh, maybe. I wish. Speaking of beating. Mm-hmm. I was busy learning how to control the cosmic forces of the universe. Excuse me. I didn't have a chance to watch. The cosmic uh, forces of the universe at a strip club. Yeah. Pretty good deal, huh? I am so going to give you another atomic wedgie. Can't. I'm not wearing underwear today. Ah, that was stupid. You don't oh. need to be wearing underwear to get an atomic wedgie. It's just definitely you do. No, if you're wearing pants. But I'll let Adam demonstrate that one. I got better things to do with my time. So, what preparations are you making? Um, you anything like particular in mind? I'm cleaning my gun for I'm one thing. Grabbing both thermoses: the snake juice and the coffee. Mm -hmm. I would actually like, and my chain. considering this whole pissing them off ripping part of a religious benediction to Coyote, I would like to try and place a tag on myself, an aspect upon myself called Coyote Powered. Hmm. Let's see. I would consider what you have been doing. I'd be willing to consider that man a maneuver. That's it. Maneuver. I couldn't remember the techno babble. Yeah. Actually, the myself, new yeah. fate core term would be 
creating an advantage. There you go. Thank you. I was trying to remember. There were four actions, and I couldn't remember. Exactly what yeah, I like how they've renamed the things to what you're doing. Yeah, yeah it's much more clear. I really like it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. No problem. Right. So uh, I'm using a rapport. Mm-hmm. And I'm making my roll. And I've got a total of plus four. Okay. So then that will give you a sticky aspect, meaning it doesn't just go away the first time that you use it. And I can hang on to it for a while until I need it. Yep. Uh, however, after the first time, you know, it's just like a normal aspect. After the first time you use it, yep. you got to spend points. And guys, just to remind you, as I mentioned in an earlier email, both of you have the blessed by snake aspect. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> snake with a capital S. And you've talked with them, it, and dealt with it and everything else. I trust you guys to know how to use that, whatever you say. That is a fragile aspect, meaning the first time you invoke it, it will be gone. All right. I'm now coyote-powered. Not even sure how to use Blast Play Snake. Know what type of thought and stuff it is? Yeah, you you may very well. I have irritated my friends. I have caused disruption and frustration amongst my friends, and now I have the power of coyote flowing through me. Ho, ho, ho. Man, your back itches. Oof, I should probably get some back teen or something on that. What's the matter with your back there, Ezra? It itches, man. I, I got clawed up by some... Oh, maybe a coyote. I don't think it was a girl. Oh, who knows anymore? I'm still getting memories trickling back in. Um, I... I oh, seriously, if you want to take a look at it, I, I think it was... I showered, and so it cleaned out, but, you know, I'm, I don't know if it's... I don't want to go septic or anything. All right, let me see. All right, I'll pull up my shirt. Okay, you used to be a police officer. Yeah. You know what defensive wounds look like? Okay. When a person is, you know, they've got nothing. They're down to their bare hands. A lot of times people just start using their nails. Uh, You've seen that. This guy's back has been clawed up by human nails. All like, raking down his spine and off to the side away from his back. So this looks like it was more than, like, I mean, not to be like overly I, graphic, like I was but... defending someone or someone was defending themselves from me? Who knows? Well, no, I mean, would when you say defensive wounds... I just mean that that's how you recognize human nail marks. Okay. Oh, oh okay, okay. Okay. Oh, maybe I did have a... Well, no, I would say this, I'm, that's why I'm asking, does this look like it's more than just what someone would have done in the throes of... Sexy nails. It's, well, it's all in those arrangements, without getting into too much detail, <clears throat> what you can remember from your wife, but it's really oh, serious. Damn. Damn. A lot of it. Huh. Well, I David. <laughs> I mean, this person really slashed him up. Probably drew blood. Uh, he might... Scar, maybe? He might have some faint little scars from some of these. If this was passion, you should probably stay away from her for the sake of your... Back. Back, because... Says you. you. Of your well-being. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Looks pretty good. And... Thank you. I slap him up the back. (laughs) Yeah, you should be fine. Also not cool. (laughs) You've got super strings. Ow. Yep. I gotta call this Lisa chick. It's all mixed in with bite marks and stuff, too. All right. Well, I know. Well, that was the wear duck, obviously. Jesus. I mean, were you at an orgy? What the hell's going on here? 
Duck Lorgi? What? That doesn't work. Sorry. I don't know. California. You keep saying that. I do not think it means what you think it means. Thank you. Can we get in the car, please? Yep. Let's go. Unless you need to ride your bike, Ezra. No, I can take the car. We you just... No, you know what? No, he doesn't need to take the car. He can turn into a duck and fly over there. Since you're so proud of what you were able to accomplish with Coyote, why don't you use your Coyote gift? Hey, you know what? Take a gander at this. Oh, God. If he turns into a gander, I'm kicking him. I'm turning into the same mallard I turned in before. <laughs> uh, he seems quite mallard-justed to me. It's malardiction. You guys stop with the foul language. Or rather, <laughs> it's not all it's quacked up to be. Yeah, that was easy, but it's what yeah. I Yeah. Just from his voice and trying to figure out if he's trying to be a duck or the penguin. Maybe he's not sure himself. He is kind of an existential individual. Get in the damn car. Really? <laughs> Proud of that one? It has the wing of truth. Okay, I'm getting in the car. I'm flying off the hospital. I squeeze in. Driving rain. Fierce winds. It's moving the car a little bit. Oh, that's bit true. I kind of forgot we had to, to deal with that shit. Water flowing through the streets an inch deep. Storm drains have become vortices of detritus and brown, foamy water. I'm going to... If I really need to, I can... Ah! Ah! Now look! Yeah! Look at you! Struggling in the water! Look at me! Waterfall! Ha! Ah. Suckers. Well, no, what I was going to say before I was so rudely interrupted is I was going to spend a fate point to use Guide My Hand and uh, avoid having the car being affected by the storm. Drive between the raindrops. There you go. Consider it done. You will have no trouble on your way there. Okay, so three fate points. No, I never had, I always kind of like storm like this. I mean, if anybody makes an I'm alive joke, I'm going to punch them. Back down to four. I don't know that. It's alive. It's alive. Oh. So uh, you are uh, driving with a, well, no problem. You avoid some of the uh, flooded areas. Unlike some other people, you already see at least one car just abandoned up to its engine in water. Oh, damn. One area where the streets, uh, where it dips down. Yeah, and the low-lying places, um, like through the central aqueduct, the central aqueduct, which is usually just dry as a bone, Looks like a river flowing along. You can see a shopping cart go tumbling by below you. In the lower-lying areas where the hills and stuff come together, the intersections and stuff are starting to flood. Okay, I don't know if I need to spend a fate point on this. I'll let you be the judge of that. I would like to state, because I'm a former cop-turned-cabbie, I have one of those uh, little hammer thingies that you can use to break the windows out of a car if it gets submerged in my glove box. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. You've also got a big old gun. Well, I already had the big old gun. I'm just saying, if you need to break a window, you've got a big old gun. Yeah. You oh, also sorry. have a big guy named Adam sitting next to you to go rip the car door off. That's true, too. That. <laughs> but I've seen Mythbusters, and I know how strong the pressure is when you're... Anyway, hopefully it won't come to that, but I forgot the water was that bad. Well, it wasn't when you went in. Oh. It just has really been coming <laughs> down since you hmm. went into the shop. Oh. This is getting a little bit crazy. We're going to have to break out oars if this keeps up. Mm. But you know some good routes and can arrive at the rear of the hospital with no real problem. Okay. I'm actually not that worried about my daughter because 
I did pray about it before we left, and I didn't get any bad vibes. Well, he says to that, Adam, the upper the building. Yeah, so I think we're going to be okay as long as we. We are also going to be dealing with another tactical problem, though. If it's this flooded, and we're thinking about, I know I'm the one that said use the sewers to get under the building. We better have scuba gear. <laughs> the rain is all I'm saying. There's the duck perched on top of a sign that reads Oncology. Uh, so is that disco duck up there? Dude, I will pay you money if you take the signpost and do the thing and see if he goes flying with your super strength. Or are you that strong? I I could do it, but this is hospital ground. All right, fair enough. Damn it. He's awfully smug lately, and I just... Let's wait till he's on a different side. Love to find a way to put some egg on his face. Look where we're going. Okay. Well, we don't have scuba gear, Adam. It's thunderously well, how exactly loud. Are planning about getting under the hospital? That's going to be the problem now, mainly because what are we going to do? Walk back in? And say, oh yeah, we need to check out your basement. Well, we have a duck. Yeah, we do have a duck. We'll let him go, and we can stand guard outside. He left us in the Never Never. We can leave him in the underwater. You want, you want to send him? Really damn bitter. You, you want to send the wizard that has a nasty habit of shorting out every electronic thing in a five-mile radius in a hospital where your daughter is? Well, he's on, he's, so they're just sitting in the car. You can barely make out their murky figures. They're having an energetic conversation. Well, I figure we're pulling in as we have yeah, those guys have okay. stopped. Okay. He's yeah. sitting on the sign watching you guys. I get out of the car and I'm, walk. I'm going to find, like, a bus stand or something that's got some shelter, and I'll humid it up. There's a a little glass, well, a man-sized glass dome. Yeah. Wait and, a minute. Uh, He's a wizard. Mm-hmm. Do some of your jiggery pokery and get us some gills We're or something. Over here. We got to get out of the cab to talk. I'm over here. Okay, I get out of the nice car. I get out. Nice and dry, bastard. Um, He's in a man-sized bell jar. Scoot over. <laughs> hey, take up a lot of space. I don't know if I didn't tell you that. I'll stand out here. I got no problem with the rain. Not like I can get a cold. If we're going to be going under the water, as uh, Adam pointed out, this leaves us with a tactical problem of having a whole hell of a lot of water to get through. So I suggest you being the wizard and all, instead of making deals with trickster spirits, maybe you could make yourself useful and cast some of your whammy magic to... Either get us to breathe underwater or some bubble that we can be in that will allow us to breathe. So, I don't know, something. Hmm. Possible. Air is one of my elements. We got two choices here. I could probably thaumaturge you up an air bubble around you. Well, I'm just thinking we got two choices here. We can either go into the building and try to go downstairs via the basement, which I don't think they're going to let fly. Because we're trying to keep this on the down low. Or we could use the sewers to get up and under. And given all the water, we're going to need your air bubbles. Yeah, can do that. Yeah, since we're fresh out of C4. Lay on, McDuff. Let's move it. I need some place to work. Not in here. Well, this is what we got, Dr. Quackenbush. Well, I need somewhere quiet and sheltered where I can... I go over, I try to find a manhole cover... Oh, yeah. You've got one. There's water bubbling up out of the little holes. Yeah, I mean, the plan is to do it before we get to the 
Well, I'd pop the lid on the thing and look at how bad it is down there. You can hear it. It's tremendously loud. It's like a howl. And it's really, really dark, but you get the suggestion of powerful movement. We got a lot of water flowing underneath here. It's going to be hard to move. Yep. You got any water control? Nope. <sighs> you want to be a scout, turn into a fish, and tell us if you can see anything down there? I'm a were duck, not a. Yeah, you got me. I'll turn to a crocodile. As in, that's your action, or you are announcing that? I'll announce it. I got bit by a crocodile too. <laughs> he thinks Raging he's the never never. He thinks he's funny. No, I'm funny. God damn it! Or rather, <laughs> this weird bullfrog hiss noise. Sooner or later, he's going to turn into like Big Mix, that old cereal commercial mascot, the Chicken Wolf Moose Pig of the Yakima. Am I the only one that remembers this? Yeah, apparently, apparently. the crocodile all looking at you funny. Get in the water. Okay. Flash if he water. goes into the... How is this different from my duck idea? Crocodile can swim underwater. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And better. And also, I'm a crocodile. So, anything I run into, I'm a crocodile. Okay. So, eight-foot crocodile. You are battered against the side. Doesn't hurt that bad. You can feel the currents moving around you. You instinctively know how to stabilize but you also know deep in your reptilian brain that this is a bad situation for you to be in and you need to get out of this water pretty soon because you can't see anything and fast moving water where you can't see uh. yeah i'm not gonna try turning in a dolphin that seems like a bad idea too in the sewer all right i'll pop back up as in swimming back and yes going yeah, swim back up out of the manhole is the plan. I'm certainly going to try. Yeah, it's a struggle, and uh, you surface. You're having to use your whole body moving it in this sinuous motion to just stay in place. So, guys, looking down, you see this dinosaurian head break the surface. It looks like the prow of some primeval battleship, water full of garbage and stuff rushing over its teeth. I reach down, kind of grab its muzzle, and try to help it up. <laughs> yeah, I want to see you navigate a ladder with those flippy paws, pal. Come on. Uh, my understanding, the water was coming all the way up out of the manhole. It was just a little ways down. Oh. You could probably jump, you think. You know that. Sometimes if birds are really low, if birds are so good, and you can jump up and grab them. Oh. Oh, yeah, I could lunge out of there. That sounds good. I think you gave us a different actor for your character, if you even gave us one, Eric, but I don't know why. I don't know what he looks like, so this may not fit at all. But for some reason, whenever I picture your character, I picture Bruce Campbell. That might be better. Originally, it was Ving Rhames. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That works, too. I'm just watching Burn Notice, so Bruce Campbell is foremost on my brain. That's probably why. Anyway. You want to try to do this on your own, pal, or you want me to help you? I'm, I'm lunging out. Yeah. He disappears for a moment and then uh, comes bursting up out of the manhole cover about halfway, sliding a short distance, claws scrabbling on the asphalt. Well, then I pull him the rest of the way out. Okay, now, when he transforms, is he now a crocodile wearing whatever the hell Ezra was wearing? Or no, is, magic. No. It's, it's full body shapeshift. It's just one moment he was there, and the next moment, eight-foot crocodile. So his clothes shapeshift as well. You don't see him lying around. 
That's handy. Okay, yeah, God. Uh, how bad is it down there, Ezra? If the smell is any indication, we're in <laughs> trouble. <laughs> I found a negative to the shape-shifting thing. <laughs> Alright, can you do your whammy thing? I mentioned something about needing to get a tetanus shot, but then, yeah, the breathing, I can work around the moving the heavy current and not getting bashed against the sides. Not so fixable. That's what I was afraid of. Well, any ideas? I think we're sneaking through the basement. Oh, crap. <laughs> and that's where we're going to call it for the... No. I'm kidding. It's not my call anyway. Well, we, we certainly could. We're coming up on the time, I think. I, we are. I just like the, ah, oh, crap, is the final thing before the <laughs> musical sting in the freeze frame. Is this where you guys want to good call. stop? That yeah, sounds good, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we've only got... We've only... Ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Very good, then. To write, I don't think we really need any bookkeeping or anything, but don't forget this would count as a minor milestone since it's the end of a session. So if you need or want to do anything before next session, don't forget that. Okay. Back to what you were saying. Wow, you get one of those at the end of every session? Wow. Okay. A minor. minor doesn't do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just switch some stuff around. Uh, Okay. I'm still happy with what I got, so... Yeah, excellent. So, gents, what's the plan for next time? Uh, we're continuing with this. Yeah, I yeah. guess I mean, I mean, like, in character. Do you guys have any plans in or out of character for how you're going to get in, what you're going to do? I have no idea how we're going to get in. Yeah, I'm kind of on the... I have no freaking idea. I've got an invisibility coat. That's all I know. And you're just telling us this now... I've had the invisibility coat. I think he's even used it. Actually, no, wait, it's not an invisibility coat anymore. Never mind. It's yeah, armor it was, coat. but now it's armor after <laughs> some recent events. After, after I got shot a couple times. Yeah. Mm. And it's not like we can all kind of cram in there. To... Well, I mean, I can whip up a veil. It's just going to be difficult to get it with that many people. Well, technically, you only need... It for the two of you because I have reason to be in the hospital. I may have to play the stupid I'm wandering around lost card, but... I'm not a big fan of going through the hospital using magic, though, because I don't want to cause someone's heart-lung machine to go out. Exactly, and we have no idea how deep down we got to go. And we already know that, okay, we're going to be going to the basement. Well... The thing is, it's not like every floor is not in use. Every floor is probably going to be used for something in the hospital. And any type of magic may foobar that up, and that's the last thing we want. Yeah. Maybe we should look for another egg. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, come back to this one when the storm isn't an issue. Although it's still going to have the magic. Yeah, the, the storm's going to have an issue regardless. And the thing is, we have a damn good reason to be here because your daughter is here and something that said black dog was here. Yeah. I want this one taken care of and resolved. Adam's halfway tempted to find a jumpsuit or something with like a plumber name on it. And yeah, we got to check out your base. I can cash in a fate point. I'm not against that. I, I, you know what? You know what? That's not bad. Oh, what was it? I didn't hear it. We're thinking too arcane, just getting some, Plumber suits are like, oh yeah, we gotta go check out the pump. Big storm. Gotta make sure you get some pumps, some pump and dropper. Right, Ezra? Oh, you got it, Adam. 
the hell with it. I mean, yeah, instead of always looking for a man. Work for old Jack Burton. Exactly. <laughs> and where are we going to get plumber outfits at 930 at night? You know what I've, I've got a phone number for a costume store. Well, hell yeah. Give it a call. Let's go. All right. There's their plan. We're going to get plumber costumes, not Mario and Luigi. I was going to say, if mine has a giant M on it, I am so going to curb stomp your ass. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just pop a Sintas or something. I don't know. Well, how about that? We'll just come in as a team of plumbers. We're here to make sure the hospital and everything is okay. Awesome. There you go. Cool. I figured this would be a good time to get in a brief discussion, but you guys figured out the problem, developed a plan already. So there we you know, go. I have a floor, too, and I'm coyote-powered. I'm fairly confident I can pull this con. Yeah, good. You do the main talking, then. Yeah, this might be one time where having the trickster god at his back might actually be beneficial to us. See? See? Don't worry. I'm we confident it'll go the other way and quick. The point if it didn't. But, yeah. So, um, yeah. I think I'm good. Cool. Yeah, I'm good, too. I got to get ready for work and stuff. All right. Well, thanks for playing. Yeah. <laughs> this was a really cool discussion. I yeah. really like you guys bringing each other up to speed in character because I think that really says a lot about what the characters think about a situation. And it yeah. makes for some really interesting role play. In particular, the way you guys were doing it here, like in the back room over the table. <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, really good. You could almost smell the food and hear the rain outside the windows when... We were, yeah. Exactly. It actually is raining here, so it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I am going to jet. All right, jets. Okay. And there you have it. You know, as I was editing this and uh, getting ready for posting, it struck me that I do kind of miss the trailer as the old theme. So I'm thinking we might just go back to that because, well, just because. I mean, this is all well and good, but I think the old way was more in character of what I want this podcast to be. And those trailers are just damn fun to listen to, if I may say so myself. So... Let me ask you guys. I'll put it up to a Facebook vote. Here's your reason. If you haven't liked us on Facebook already, here's a reason to do so, and you can leave comments on the Facebook page about these here issues. And in this case, you can answer the question, which do you prefer? Do you like the new theme and the way things are going, or do you like the original trailers? I know I asked before whether you liked the new theme, and everybody said yes, but now that we've had it around for a while, if you had to pick, I'm just curious which one you would go for, because I'm kind of torn now. At first, I was liking the new theme, because it was new and exciting, but now I'm kind of being wishy-washy and thinking, oh no, kind of like the old trailers. So, let me know, along with anything else you'd like to discuss about this, or any other episode, frankly, of our podcast. You can uh, either write on the Facebook page, as I said, or you can send mail directly to feedback at mtmjetpack.com. We would love to hear from you. And with that, until next time, this is Blind Geek, saying thanks for listening. And reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. Say it with me now. After 57 issues, you should know. 
you gotta keep it fired up, and always, let it soar!